I'm John. I'm Rob. And this is the Mint One Podcast, where we talk all things NFTs and the rise of blockchain gaming. So Rob, all of next week, it is Atomic Hub Game Fest. Indeed it is, sponsored by Wax and Blue Mint. We see some of the best games on Wax. Before we get into it, if you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, it would be fantastic. And if you're on Apple or Spotify, five-star podcast review would be awesome. And on Twitter, at Min1Pod, follow would be lovely. Thank you very much. So, Atomic Cub Game Fest, the yeah. first games festival of its kind yep. uh, for the Wax chain. Uh, obviously, I'm intimately familiar with the ins and outs of uh, the week ahead that we have uh, for us. But Rob, what have you seen of, of Game Fest so far? I like what I've seen. So there's a real mix of games. Wax, uh, we've spoken about it before. Wax doesn't, I mean, no chain has a particularly broad roster of games. Like you always want to see a wider selection. Um, mm. But Wax has got a handful of really, really strong games. And um, almost all of them are in this list. So I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, obviously, my picks. I'm not actually. I'm not going to go into my picks. We'll we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll save that. But I think I think it's looking good. Um, I don't know. I'm going to leave all the uh, info on prizes and things up to you because all I've sure. seen is it's over three thousand dollars worth of prizes and then um, some NFTs and stuff. Uh, it's it's looking good. I feel like we haven't had an event like this in general for a while. And obviously, it's the first one on Wax. Yeah, it's it's the first one on Wax, as you've said, and even thinking about other chains, you know, your Polygons, your IMXs, I can't really recall a mm. similar event to this, really. I mean, we've had, like, game-specific tournaments, and, yeah, yeah. you know, streamers have done the odd thing here and there, but uh, I think this really is the first uh, first event of its kind, so yeah. very much looking forward to it. Um, headline info, as you said, it's over 3,000 uh, US dollar prize pool. That's a mix of cryptocurrency and NFTs. Nice. Uh, from uh, both Atomic Hub and all of the games taking part, and of course uh, our sponsors Wax and Blue Mint. Mm. And uh, every day for seven days, there will be a different game showcased. So let's go through the uh, let's go through the list. Cool. Um, so day one, Monday, June nineteenth, we will have Critacraft. Now, yep. If you are a streamer or if you watch streams um, with the plethora of wax influencers you will know what Critacraft is yeah. uh so tldr uh the streamer will open it up you type your name in chat or exclamation mark play or whatever the command is and then you become this little kind of worm like creature on the screen uh, and then there's a bunch of mini games and you can type commands in chat to interact with your character uh with the idea being that you are the last one standing um have you played much Critacraft, rob I have. That is how we did basically every giveaway um, on our Twitch channel when we were streaming regularly. With that is how we did the giveaways, and then on your stream, I've done. I, I always felt bad because I, I always wanted to, every time you did one. I was like, well, I, I want to play that. I, I'd quite like to have a go at that. But then I also thought, well, if I win, it kind of looks dodgy. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. It just, it just didn't. It didn't seem fair for me to win. But I have seen a lot of it. Um, these Twitch sort of almost plug-in style games are really picking up pace a lot of yeah. a lot of big streamers are using them to engage with their their viewers and it's pretty cool yeah there's like a number it. of um 
I say traditional games, what I mean by that is non-Web3, mm. um, that are building Twitch interactions directly into yes. the game. I, for the life of me, I cannot remember the name of one, but there was this kind of stylized 2D one where uh, viewers could vote for particular things that would happen in the game in chat, mm. um, and that would affect cool the streamer's experience. I, I love that sort of thing. Yeah. And it's, uh, it kind of takes it a step further by getting the players directly involved. Mm. Um, by you know moving their characters around, and uh, not going to lie, a lot of Critocraft's mini games are luck based. I think that's by design. Mm. Um, but you can give yourself that kind of. You can make it fifty-one forty-nine instead of a fifty-fifty if you're very yeah. shrewd with your chat commands. So uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot just, of fun. It's a lot it's of just, fun. It's just fun. I mean, that that's it. There there isn't much more to say about it. It's it's fun, but it's also um, perhaps we should unpack that quickly. Is uh, the giveaways so it's, it's a last man standing kind of flash style game mm. um i don't know I, I don't even know if the youngest generation would understand what i mean by a flash game <laughs> well i know what a flash game is so it's a like a browser game a, a very easy <laughs> to play browser game um but it's last man standing so if you're on stream and you're doing a giveaway um rather than getting invaded by bots or that it still can happen it's just less likely um mm. And having all these giveaway websites flooded with entries, you can just do a last man standing. And uh, there's a visual; it's it's more visual. Like even do you remember when Blockchain Brawlers was doing the? Um, if you had the what was it? The pink battle tag. They did a spin to give away something, and even just the spin of like a roulette wheel mm. um, just added something to a giveaway. But this is like one step further than that. And and it's a you know a last man standing where you're trying to control your bug from getting obliterated by a giant yeah. saw, <laughs> if I remember rightly. It's a, much, it's a much more fun way and a much more interactive way than playing, I don't know, marbles on stream or one mm. of the many other tools that streamers use. So a yeah, um, little bit more information about the, the actual structure of the day. So it starts at 16 UTC on the Monday and it runs all the way through till 2 a.m. UTC the next day. So it's 10 straight hours of Critical tournaments and the way we set yeah. it up is we have 10 10 streamers 10 influencers in the wax community lined up that are each going to do an hour slot mm. each and um, starting off with uh atomic hub um at 16 utc and we've got a whole bunch of people we've got super dope who's actually doing an hour um, uh we do um we've got uh, the online in we've got cs sully who's a pretty big web3 influencer uh, las vegas ape online in kitty uh, the whole bunch of people so yeah. you can dip in and dip out have some fun uh, and see whether you uh see how well you do um but as part of their day they also have a drop uh on launchpad which is a, a brand new cosmetic that they are that they're selling called a, a podium flag so if you win mm. um then you're they'll you'll basically have a flag attached to your grub fish or like sway in the wind and just you know make your character look a little bit more unique um mm. if, if you are able to be successful and it gives you double points for the actual tournament side of the event so i think it's like five bucks or something so you mm. know if you're if you're serious about getting a, a larger share of that prize pool, then then there you go. Cool. Um, let's move on to day two, Tuesday, June the twentieth, and this is Warsaken. Mm. Rob, have you played much of Warsaken? I have. We, so we've done a few giveaways with Warsaken, and we streamed it regularly for a good month or two. Um, as we were doing this, we kind of integrated it into the giveaway where we uh, had Super Dope, incidentally, playing it. Um, it's very cool. It's, I mean, obviously, there's there's a lot of TCG-style games in yeah. Web3, which we've discussed before, and there's a few in this list. But I don't know what it 
is it stands alone in my mind when it comes to a TCG. I don't know if it's the military vibe, which I can't think of another example of, um, of like a military TCG. Hmm. It's just it's just cool. It's it's good artwork. It's a fun game. And have they released their physical version yet? Because I know they were working on a physical. De- uh, like tabletop version yeah so they had their original kickstarter was it f- two years ago three years ago and then they had a new kickstarter about six months ago for a, right. for a tabletop version i believe that one met its goal i uh, think it did yeah i i must admit i'm not sure where yeah, they're at in terms of the real world stage of that they have put out some videos lately of some like irl uh blitz gameplay i believe coleman's yeah, starring in one of them really like well, very high quality are yeah, they yeah they're superb um, um yeah it's it's just it's a, it's a good game i think it's kind of unique in what well, it is unique in in the tcg tcg genre and mm. um, oh, yeah i'm just a fan i'm a fan in general yeah it's a it's a very fun experience and if you're a fan of tcgs ccgs all that good kind of stuff then uh you'll kind of know what to expect um but it it is a I think the theme of it, it being military themed, set in this kind of post-apocalyptic, futuristic kind of world, it's, it's very unique yeah. and it's uh, it's certainly an experience you can dive in. And, and on the lore side of things and kind of the whole world that they've built around this Warsaken IP, they've done a really good job. Uh, it's a very high quality project. Um, so the, the finals of the tournaments will take place on Tuesday. If you're listening to this now, uh, the qualifiers have already taken place. Uh, so we, I think we've whittled it down to eight players per region. Right, um, and then the finals will happen on Tuesday, and then those will be, uh, of course, broadcast um, sure. on Twitch. Uh, but also as uh, as part of their um, kind of spot in Game Fest, uh, they're also holding a drop next week, um, which is for. And I don't have the link open for this because I'm a moron. So let's get that up very quickly. There we go. Um, so they are selling uh, booster packs. So if you have no idea. Uh, about how to play Warsake and you just want to get into the game quickly. You might have heard some things, but just want to ju- dive in. Um, they're selling uh, 18 card booster packs for a dollar each oh, nice. um, for that day. So that gives you 18 cards and then you can use the game's inbuilt kind of deck builder. They'll auto mm. build your deck for you. So, you know, you don't have to go buying a load of like five card packs and then figure out what the hell do I do with these. Just head to the, uh, the Atomic Club launch pad, drop a dollar in credit card or in wax or whatever and then you'll have everything you need nice. so yeah i like that there we go uh moving swiftly on to, to day three and blockchain brawlers now mm-hmm. i i must admit i've not played blockchain brawl a little blockchain Blur brawlers that. that's a tongue twister um for a while but i did have some positive things to say about it when it's uh kind of gameplay first went live i think i streamed Ooh. it a little bit have you had much of a chance to play blockchain balls, or have you played it much recently? I, I haven't played it. I haven't played much in general uh, in the past month or two, but I have played it um, on and off. It's again, so like Warsaken, it's unique as a TCG, but for a different reason, and that is you know gameplay mechanics. Which um, if you're if you're interested in learning more about that i would listen to our episode with michael rubinelli <laughs> where we i believe in that episode we discussed the kind of it, it's kind of like a tcg mixed with poker there's there's some sort of bluffing vibes and and stuff um yeah i, I never want to go too heavy on the promotion of blockchain borders because we are still listed as ambassadors mm. and i never want to be seen as shilling something um, not that yep. we're paid to be ambassadors so it's yep. not really shilling but um, 
yeah, it's 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 good to see them involved in that. It's good to see them still pushing on with it. And um, I will definitely jump in on that day. So, how what's the format of that day? Is it has so, already um, happened? Have I missed it? No, so this is uh, this is kind of an open tournament. As with most right. of the most of the games, they are open tournaments. I think Warsaken was the only one we had pre qualifiers because of the okay huge amount of interest we had uh, really leading up to it. So, uh, so for Europe, um, I think the the actual gameplay starts at sixteen UTC. Check ins about an hour before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for North America, I think it's one UTC, like one AM UTC, which is obviously much earlier than that in in NA places yeah. um, with again checking a, a, about an hour earlier to that uh, and it'll be I, I believe it's a straight knockout tournament it's been hosted by Blue Mint uh, right. who have the all the info and the brackets and you know the full structure of the tournament over on their site so you can find the links to that through uh, mm. live.tomicub.io and then just click on the uh, the blockchain brawlers uh, game day um, but yeah it's uh, blockchain brawlers gameplay is certainly unique um unique for a number of ways first off having this kind of poker-esque card game but then having it wrestling themed mm. then the fact that um richard garfield had a hand in the actual design yeah uh, of the gameplay itself so that's yeah, a big that's selling point for creator me. of magic the gathering yeah absolutely um he's a busy man lately richard garfield he's really? uh doubling his hands in a whole bunch of uh web3 and non-web3 projects uh whether I wonder it's if, um just you just prompted this thought i wonder if eddie knows richard garfield eddie fear oh that's a good question well he was there um, the inception oh, of magic yeah right? the inception of magic so that you'd think so i could be yeah oh that might be something to ask him if we next get him back Ooh, on the get podcast them both on the pod Oh, that'd be and then great. Just sit in the background, <laughs> just listen to them chatting about it. Yeah, they can talk about the history of magic or something for an hour, and yeah. we can just stick that up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it should be a should be a great tournament. Um, Wax have uh, kind of really got behind this as well. They held a, a game nights a couple of nights ago mm. as like a, a casual kind of uh, warm up for the game fest uh, their game fest day next week. So. Yeah, that should be a very fun one for sure. Uh, right. We're blasting our way through these. We're already up to day four, which is uh, Thursday, June 22nd, and it is Dark Country. Now, yeah. I always feel that Dark Country is one of those games that has kind of flown under the radar of a lot yeah. of people in the Wax community, uh, myself included. I've played, I think, about an hour or two of it total in my mm. couple of years on, on Wax, but... That's not a reflection of the gameplay experience at all. I I, I kind of feel it's a, a quite a well polished experience. It's a it's a very different flavour to to Warsaken, you know, another trading card game we discussed earlier. Uh, what are your thoughts on it, Rob? I so I really like it. Again, we've done um, giveaways with Dark Country before, um, and I've written on the subject of Dark Country being um, underrated uh, in Web three as a whole, not only in the Wax community. Um, but in Web3 as a whole, because it's it's got a lot to it. It's fleshed out where a lot of TCGs are just, you know, you build your deck and you battle, which is fine. Like, if the gameplay is good enough, you can get away with just doing that. But yeah. um, what well, Dark Country, you know, they added land and they, they added a lot of other typically Web3 um, me- mechanisms to their game. And I just, I also love their art style. Mm. Uh, they, they've got kind of that dark gothic fantasy which yep. 
uh, yeah, I'm just a fan of it. It reminds me of that game we spoke about God knows how many episodes ago. Um, that survival game. It's an FPS on Steam survival game where you have to get to something and get out. You're in a team of three. It's kind Escape of... Escape from Tarkov? No. No. Uh, I might really have to open Steam while I'm on... <laughs> You may you may have to. Um, um, my dad of all people absolutely loves this game. Um, mm. He 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 told me for about a year. He's like you've got to try this game. It's so atmospheric, the sound and everything. <laughs> um, and th- there's a real there's a lot of overlap. It's this kind of gothic fantasy. I guess is the only way you can describe it. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I just I just really like that. And they you can see they put a lot of work into their their art and a, a lot of money into their their art style. They've got some talented artists. Uh, on the team so mm. yeah i i'm a, I'm a big fan of it i haven't again i haven't really played anything lately that's the problem just because <laughs> i haven't got time it, i mean we've said this before the, the dream is working in games because you get to play games all day but that nope that's not how it works <laughs> nobody told you, you still play you play half an hour of a game and then spend another three hours getting your thoughts together and thinking oh yeah. i need to just try this odd thing again to see if it is exactly how i remember it yeah a couple of hours ago. yeah it's a very different experience that's for sure but uh yeah, yeah that's showdown, um by the way was the game hunt showdown. Ah, very I, I do vaguely remember that i feel like they should partner the two of them should just partner and try and merge their law because they've, they've got uh, similar vibes um but yeah it's 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 a cool very mm. cool game very cool art fantastic so uh again there's a, a europe and a north america or america's uh, tournament there to to equate yeah. the two time zones, sixteen UTC and three AM UTC on the twenty uh, on the twenty second. So yeah, go go check in with that. And if you haven't tried out Dark Country before, I think it's a perfect way to get into it. I believe they have kind of both non NFT and NFT versions. So if you do want to just try it out for free, you can do that. Um, but of course, kind of the the main center point of the game and the experiences around you know the the NFT land and the various NFTs that they have as part of that as well. So yeah. There we go. Um, day five, Friday, June twenty third, is Avalon. Um, Avalon's a game we've talked about a lot on the podcasts um, in the past. Mm. Uh, it's a game that keeps having updates. They've recently had a drop on the uh, Atomica launch pad with their uh, uh, what was it called? A night to remember. That was one, uh, and there was some like in-game stat boosting wearables. There was some characters. There was some. Uh, kind of land and farm plots up for grabs mm. they also have um, a drop as part of game fest as well which um the access passes um for avalon have been quite pricey up to now i believe this is the only game in game fest where you will have to pay some money to enter mm. um but it's not a 50 dollar pass um we've or atomica brother has spoken to the avalon team and we've been able to agree on a limited run of 99 passes for the game which give you four days of access for two dollars fifty so if you've not been able to try it so far and you know you've got a pc that can handle it two dollars fifty four days of access entry into the tournament you can go try it out um if you dived into avalon much rob (laughs) yes and no um yes mm. insofar as i had a three-hour call with the ceo uh where he i was sat it was last summer it was boiling hot and i was sat at my desk 
full screen watching him take me through the Avalon kind of pre-alpha and tell me their vision for it and what they're doing and how they're writing the law and how they're building the game and how the game will work. And I'm, I'm on their website now and I've just seen they've added something which I didn't know they'd done. So it's cross-chain. Um, it's very, it, there's, I mean, to say it's ambitious is an understatement. It, it's absolutely insane what he's trying to pull off here. And now I've just seen that they, they're selling NFTs that has VR integration, which I believe I that's really... listed on their website. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't seen that before, so that that's a new addition. Um, I will say what I've said before, and um, the the team behind Avalon know this is how I feel about the game. Uh, there's no way they pull this off, and I say that <laughs> hoping they prove me wrong. I want them to prove me wrong. That the game is ridiculously ambitious. It is an yep. MMO in the true sense of the word. And they are looking to build an MMO that is truly Web3, which is kind of like the holy grail of Web3 games, is building an MMO. Uh, MMO is the hardest... I'm going to go off on one here. Okay. <laughs> it's difficult for me to, to stay level on this. Just because MMOs is, is you know, it's my favorite genre. MMO is the hardest genre of game to pull off because A, it's the most expensive, and B, they have... I w would say they've got the highest chance to fail of any game genre most fail yep. it's very very hard and it's very expensive and takes a very long time to build <laughs> then you add in the web 3 and web most web 3 games fail um people are trying to figure out blockchain technology it's mostly indie devs and first time devs and there's nothing wrong with that but obviously it increases the chance that you won't succeed because it's your first go um and essentially you're blending these two <laughs> these two hurdles very large hurdles in making avalon and it, i mean it looks incredible the scope of it is incredible. The laws incredible. The mechanics are incredible. There's a, he was flying around on a dragon. This was last summer as well. So there's been a year of dev since I've properly seen it inside the game. Um, yep. He was flying around on a dragon. He was showing me the different houses and properties you can have and armor. And uh, I mean, he sold it to me. I it didn't take much selling. It, it, it's a fantastic looking MMO, so it didn't take much. But he sold it to me perfectly. And mm. I think it's an unbelievable project that I can't, I just can't see working. But one day somebody's going to nail one of these, and I hope it's him. I hope it's <laughs> Danu Games, and I hope it's Avalon. Um, but that is my strange reaction, I guess, to the game. It, it is, I want it to come across as positive because I want it to work as much as anyone. But it's, yeah. it seems to me like it's just too ambitious. It's just crazy what he's trying to do. Um, and I know he likes me saying that because <laughs> he's, he's one of those people that if you tell him he can't do something, he will they'll then be hell-bent on proving you wrong. And I hope he does. <laughs> I really do. Because yeah, it's I, I, incredible. I, he, him and his team are, are very driven. I'll put it that way. Um, mm, they are. And for, for Game Fest, they're focusing on kind of the most um, awe-inspiring aspects of Avalon, to, for lack right. of a better phrase. So... Uh, the tournament, um, I believe, will be kind of a bracket single knockout affair. Mm. Um, but basically, you'll have, and this is kind of the reason for the access passes, you'll have um, a couple of days kind of level up your character, get familiar with uh, the game and, you know, the mechanics, etc., etc. And then I believe the plan is to have everyone fight on atop their dragons. 
and it'll be this kind of, of course. it's either going to be a knockout or like a last man standing kind of affair, yeah. but it should be ridiculous to watch. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so... that's, that's, when, when you were saying, because I didn't know what format this was taking yet, and when you said, oh, there's going to be a, a knockout tournament, I think in your character's going to be dueling. No, of course, they're on the back of dragons. I mean, <laughs> it's just the ambition that team has is just, in, if you could bottle it and sell it, <laughs> that'd be a better product. Yeah, so um, if, if you if the idea of some dragon back jewels sounds uh, up your alley, then uh, yeah. get your hands on one of those tournament passes uh, for two bucks fifty and get yourself involved. I will quickly note the system specs. Um, the, yeah, their minimums, their minimum system. They've got the system specs listed on Blue Mint, so if you go and sign up, you can go and see the system specs there. Um, but you're required required thirty gigs of available drive space um which i know with seeing some triple a games nowadays get up to the 100 gig kind of range but mm. that's that's a heapful they also as minimum requirement you need eight gigs of ram um kind of a mid 4000 tier i5 and then a gx 1060 or better um but they recommended it's not oh it's not terrible oh, but i mean though, I the, the the recommended requirements are 16 gigs of ram an i7 um i assume a beefier graphics card but they've not listed one here mm. um so yeah i think if you want to play it in a half decent frame rate you'll need a half decent pc um so it is pc only as with i think all the games on this list at least for now anyone knows some of the games have plans to go beyond that but uh but yeah go go to lives.atomicup.io go click on um the the avalon game day and you can mm. uh, find out all the system specs and all the info on how to sign up and all that good stuff day six uh saturday june the 24th so kind of the big uh weekend premiere games uh here uh we have the forge arena um which is unique out of all of the ones uh that are part of games fest because all the others you sign up as an individual um forge arena you'll have to find a group of people to play with because it mm. is a straight 5v5 uh team-based tournament um the last time I played the Forge Arena was, I want to say, about six months ago. I think it was just before they shut the game down when they announced, oh, hey, we're going to the Epic Games Store and we're mm. upgrading to UE5 and a bunch of other things. So um, have you played the game more recently than me, Rob? Or I played it last week. Are you looking further back? Actually, but, oh, wow. Um, well, I, I, was, uh, I, I played it because I was in a conversation with several people on Twitter about our favorite um, weapon skins. And then someone said, oh, you, uh, actually, before they said you should go and try it now and have a look, I was already updating it. Um, and I jumped <laughs> in and, and had a couple of games, just deathmatch and stuff to see how it feels. It's, I mean, it's no secret. It is my favorite game on wax. Is it? Yes. I, I th I'd say it's my favorite game on wax. It's, <laughs> it's just, um, if you like Valorant, if you like CSGO, you'll like Forge Arena. I mean, it's as simple as that. And if I had to guess, I can't remember his name. So when I was making the video on Forge Arena, which is uh, it's on our YouTube channel, we when it was first available to play, um, I was in their Discord joining pickup games, I mean, for days and days straight. Um, there's a guy, there's, well, there's about three people who are very, very good already. Um, but there's one guy who's absolutely amazing. I can't remember his name. If he, if him and those others put a team together, they're winning that tournament. So you, you, you're going to need some decent <laughs> players to to compete because there's people that have already been 
um, spamming the alpha, uh, queuing in, queuing up regularly. So, yeah, that, I mean, it's, it, it's a, I think it's a great game. I think it's very well designed. Um, the team behind it have experience with these kind of FPSs, the esports FPS, and it, it just feels good. So, for me, I mean, I grew up playing. Um, I was playing CS one. I think I started playing CS at like one point two, one point three. Wow. Uh, the first CS when it, it was very, very new. Um, what I loved about it was the same thing I loved about Unreal Tournament, which was uh, the gunplay just felt good. It felt accurate. It felt sharp. Felt mm. precise. Um, Forge has that, and and as graphics have improved, I feel like that has fallen away from a lot of games. And then I think Valorant is a great example because they they made it their mission to create a game that felt as accurate as CS did. No one could replicate what CS had done um, with the feel of the, the gunplay. And, and that's really what makes it an eSport is, is that real accuracy where skill expression is so clear. If someone's amazing at aim, then it's obvious because they'll, they'll win most 1v1s and... Um, yeah, it, it it just fits into that genre for me, and I enjoy Valorant. I enjoy CS:GO. Um, I'm not. I've never been that good at them. I'm probably marginally above average, but I loved playing Forge. And um, as soon as it properly opens, and they have a built-in matchmaking system, which was really my only criticism in the video, is that I wanted. I didn't want to be on Discord having to find matchmaking. I just wanted to yeah. click a button on the um, main menu, which has been in development for a while and, and will be coming out. Uh, so as soon as that's out, I think it's one of the strongest Web3 games. Not even the strongest game, Wax. I think it's one of the strongest Web3 games. So uh, yeah, that's, that is my, my favorite on the list and my favorite in the Wax ecosystem. Yeah, it's um, in terms of quality and in terms of what actual gamers will regard as a, a good game. Yeah. It is probably up there as one of the best. Um, I know, I think it was about two, three weeks ago they released their legacy update, which was kind of their last major update before they switched to UE5. Yeah. So, you know, they're still heavily developing the game. That there's big things on the way. You know, that their most recent update has a bunch of like balance changes and you know changes to maps and have integrated some old maps. Just having all this good stuff. I think we've got spectator um, mode coming as well for more esports focus. Yeah, which would be... I mean, yeah, if that's ready in time for Games Fest, that would be great. Amazing. I think it comes um, up with the UE5 update, so it might yeah. not be. Yeah, but well, we'll see. Um, it'll be a fun time, nonetheless, and hopefully some of the people playing in that will stream their POV mm. um, so we can uh, at least get to see some of the uh, the gameplay from uh, from inside the game there. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's a 5v5 tournament. All the sign-up info is on um, live.tomicup.io forward slash AHGF. Uh, no, sorry, it's a Slash Game Fest. That's the one. Um, uh, yeah, the, the European tournament starts June 24th. 16 UTC, NA, or the Americas tournament, um, June 25th at 1 a.m. UTC. So, uh, yeah, a whole bunch of crypto and NFT prizes up for grabs as part of that. Nice. So, get yourself involved. Uh, that brings us on to day seven, Sunday, mm. June 25th. And this is Acryptia, which is a game that's part of the Taco universe, I suppose I'd call it. Have you had a chance to play Acryptia, Rob? Again, I have. I actually think I've played everything <laughs> on the list. Oh, wow. Um, which feels weird because I haven't <laughs> I haven't really been playing many, many games. But the reason for this is I've been um, working a little bit with uh, Dococo of Alien Worlds. And Alien Worlds did a 
um, event called the A2 Boss Battles event in Acryptia. I heard someone call it Acryptia the other day. And then I mm. went through a real loop of, am I wrong? <laughs> can, can I not read? Um, so I'm glad to hear you say Acryptia. Uh, it makes sense given crypto, but still. Uh, yeah, it was. I don't know if you saw the event, um, but it was it was pretty cool. So it, it's I don't really know what to call it. Roguelite TCG. What is the genre? Yeah, I've just been calling it a card based roguelite. Okay, because you yeah. you don't really. It's weird because it's a card based game, but you don't really collect. No, you don't. Cards. So yeah, it's not a TCG. You're right. Which it's is odd. Roguelite card game. Um, but yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. So for those of you that haven't played it, it's uh, so you start off on floor one. Uh, you start off with I think it's like thirteen health or something, mm. uh, and basically a bunch of cards will pop up in the top row, and the bottom row is basically either what you have equipped or what's in your bag. And uh, in the top row, you'll find some some weapons, some armor, some coins, sometimes some like health potions or things to increase your health. Um, and basically your job is to um, equip the items uh, when you can and then use those items to defeat the creatures on the board. Uh, and then, of course, try and not die. I think mm. the highest floor I've gotten up to is... I've definitely gotten above floor 10. I think it's like 11 or 12 or something. But some hardcore players of the game have gotten up to some ridiculous floor counts. Like, yeah. I'm talking three times as high as like I have got. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah there's, there's definitely an aspect of uh luck involved depending on what cards pop up there's also yeah. a lot of skill involved in it as well you know but it's one of those games where you know you're you're trying to remain focused and without really thinking about it you'll move a card into somewhere that you really don't want it and then Ooh. you can't move it back you're like oh god now i have to take two damage more than i had to yeah. And it's yeah, it's one of those games where like a single mistake and that can kill your run. Um but it's it's super simple to get the hang of, um, but very difficult, I think, to to reach that kind of higher echelon of, of player. Um this one uh does I, I think it starts so this is uh not just on the Friday, I think this is week long. So it starts on the mm. Monday and ends um on the Sunday. Uh, and I believe it's there's a bunch of um, different uh, ways you can win, quote unquote, here. So the, yeah. there's a couple of different like, uh, so one of them I, I assume will be highest floor, um, or I think it's like most damage dealt or least damage taken or whatever. Yeah. It is. You can go check the website for that. They've done so the Alien Worlds event. There, there was a boss called Ruggo, which I like to think they chose the word rug. Like you're fighting against rug rugs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was intentional, um, but it was it was kind of like a a collaborative effort in law sense because it was um, you had to do like a million damage to the boss or something, and yeah. then there was a leaderboard of who did the most damage to the boss, yeah. um, and that's who got rewarded. Uh, which I, yeah, it's cool. I, I I mean the Taco team are very talented, and I'm big fans of theirs, uh, and it's just it's a good game, and I like their collaborations with other projects i think that's interesting um so yeah it's 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 worth a go if you're into roguelites which i mean it's incredibly popular uh genre i did actually have when i was working on something for um alien worlds i wrote down oh, i don't know if i'll be able to find it the number of players they had 
playing this event, it was very high, but like mm. impressive. They get seriously good numbers, and I, I guess it's partially because it's a roguelite, and that's a a very popular genre. But uh, it does show that the game has been executed uh, very well. It's good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, there is one entry requirement for the Taco Tournament, um, and you need to stake an Atomic Cup gem. Um, yeah, that's what they did with the Alien Mods. So uh, I think you need to blend two common crafting ingredients, which are very cheap on secondary market. Uh, but then you create your Atomic Cup gem, you stake that in the game, and then you're eligible for, for all the prizes. So I think they've maybe done that to stop bots. I'd imagine so. Uh, and yeah. it's a good, it's a good system. It's a good way of doing it because yeah, it's a it may, it puts too many steps in for the bots to flood. Yeah, I think we've tried to both through uh, Atomica's partnership with Blue Mint and through um, some kind of more tangible steps with uh, the games themselves. For example, Ooh. I gripped it here to to do kind of the best we can to make sure that only actual people <laughs> are eligible for the. Yeah. Uh, for the prizes but uh there we go that's the seven days of game fest um it is the inaugural game fest there will be more that we do in future i think the plan is for it to become a quarterly event damn uh and without frequent going into too much detail the next one should uh go beyond the wax chain uh, and incorporate some other oh chains as well a lot of the mutable one with, I with mean, some of the games they got in dev. Every, everyone's pretty much aware at this point that Atomic was building uh, an immutable integration, and um, I, I can't give an exact date because I don't know, but I think we're nearing the end of the uh, inaugural development cycle for that. So, oh, yeah. uh, fingers out. crossed that'll be coming out soon, and then it'll just be the case of iterating and updating it, uh, fixing all the bugs, and doing all that good stuff. So, there we go. Um, $3,000 prize, Paul. If you're not doing anything else next week or whatever it is you're doing, you know, throw yourself into um, any of these games that you can do. Everyone who takes part, at the very least, gets a participation NFT. Mm. Um, those will be revealed, I believe, sometime next week. And for those in the higher uh, positions, um, you'll get your participation NFT. You'll also get some winner NFTs as well. Uh, and of course, some uh, additional NFT and cryptocurrency based prizes on top of that. So there's uh, there's a lot to play for, for mm. sure. And it, it's great to be one, not just holding a week long tournament of games, but also having uh, a bunch of drops set up yeah. that mm. are specifically designed to make some of these games, which are quite uh, complex, as easy to get into as possible. For example, mm. you know, that $1 Warsaken pack. That gives you 18 cards. Yeah, they're not going to be the best cards you can have, but they'll get you in the game, and it's mm. skill based. So you know, you you could end up placing the top ten and getting some uh, some good prizes out at the end of it. Who knows? Um, I have uh, one final question for you. Go for it. Um, I have a rough idea, but I'm going to just ask you as if I don't. Sure. What is Blue Mint? <laughs> that is a very good question. So Blue Mint uh, as a platform is kind of the go-to for Web3 game tournaments. So right. uh, they're partnering with us to run the kind of organizational side of the tournaments themselves mm -hmm. for us. So, you know, tracking the brackets for tournaments and who's won and who's lost and, you know, making sure everyone's eligible to enter because they hold XNFT or they hold that Atomic Hub gem or whatever the case may be. Um, but they don't just cover WAX, they cover 
games across a whole range of blockchains. I mean, if you go to their homepage right now, uh, they're running a whole bunch of $50 tournaments for games on a whole bunch of blockchains. So um, they're running a $50 to uh, community tournament for Dark Country right now, actually. Really. Um, right now, there's a live tournament for The Bornless. Um, there's EV.io. They're running a, an Asia-based $50 tournament right now. A game called Mokens League. Not heard of that. No, um, heard of that. Cards of Eternity, I have heard of. Um, yeah, there are a whole bunch of games that, that are involved uh, across a whole bunch of chains. So, you know, if you're a fan of Web3 games, uh, you're competitive, you want to earn a little bit of... Uh, of crypto or you know a share of the price pools they have an offer then head on over to bluemint.com uh you can sign in and then just start signing up uh <laughs> for these games and get involved um it is bluemint.com not bluemint.eu which is high quality european fashion for young boys <laughs> <laughs> yeah something tells me that probably isn't it Quite um different yeah they, they have held we'll some uh rather large tournaments um in the past i mean lately it's all been a lot of very regular tournaments so if you go on the site they'll be like every week there'll be four or five fifty dollar prize pool tournaments uh but in Whoa. the past i believe they were the main partner to hold the um i think it's some of the original I i'm just going to make sure i get this right by scrolling down um so bear with me a second i don't want to get this wrong that's right uh yes that is correct so undead blocks so they they were the kind of tournament partner for the undead blocks tournaments uh that have oh, well, happened throughout one. this year so yeah. um april this year uh they did a ten thousand dollar prize pool undead blocks tournament yeah. um they did a seven and a half thousand dollar one before that um wow so yes yeah, so th whereas they do have some um, some kind of regular smaller prize pool tournaments. They do also hold larger tournaments as well. Uh, and speaking of tournaments, I know speaking to the the Forge Arena team that they have or they have promoted for a long time the idea that they're going to have this million dollar ascendance tournament. Yeah, uh, whether they can get that off the ground or not, who knows? But I mean, if they can, then that's great. Um, but it seems like we Bloomin is one of a number of platforms that are really driving um kind of Web three esports in a way, or at least a competitive mm. side to web3 yeah. gaming which i think we're going to start to see more and more of um over the remainder of this year and heading into 2024 so yeah it's, there you really, go. it's a really cool platform I, I i had a look at it the other day and I'm, I'm back on it now it's it's a good system i mean we've we've known for a while that blockchain using smart contracts to automate um esports is something that will be very valuable um as we mm. you know iterate on that but th this is a great platform if you want to host even just a little tournament for perhaps your community playing a game um, yeah. you, could, you could do your own own tournaments on here for undead blocks and if you're interested in undead blocks you should listen to our episode with grant hazley who is the um founder and what's his title founder and something executive oh, no, director asking. that's, that's the one um <laughs> oh, they, there's so many titles in in business but in web3 i feel like there's so many titles um I was talking to someone about this. This is a proper side point. Now the episode, the wheel's coming off, whatever. Um, I was talking to someone the other day and they were talking about made up job titles. And the first one that came to me was that guy. Um, oh God. The the guy who wrote Snow Crash. Neil. Mm. Is it Neil? Oh, uh, Neil Stevenson, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is Neil Stevenson. And yeah. 
didn't he join a, like an aeronautical company as chief futurist? Chief futurist. Was, was, was that it? I was, I was talking to someone the other day about it. I, was I, like, I, that I is, love that. It sounds like he's welding robots in a lab somewhere. Um, it's just a cool, it's the coolest title. I wish that was my title. There's so many influencers on Twitter and in LinkedIn as well that put futurist in their bio. Yeah, and whenever that? I look at it, I think, what do you actually mean? What does that mean? We're all heading into what? the future at the same pace, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all futurists in one way or another. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, if you're paying particular attention to it, then I guess that makes you a futurist. I, I don't know. Um, I play mainly very old games, so I'm going to call myself a pastist from, um, <laughs> from here in. <laughs> oh, man. But... uh. Yeah, there we go. A Tom Cub Game Fest, June the 19th to the 25th. Um, if you haven't done already, head to the website live.tomcub.io forward slash Game Fest. Go check it out. And check out all the games on launch. Uh, all the games, all the drops um, mm-hmm. taking part uh, or being held as part of Game Fest on wax.tomcub.io forward slash launchpad. Um, they're all super cheap. Uh, and some of them give you like um, some real kind of tangible benefits, whether it's the $1 Warsaken pack, the, uh, yeah. the $2.50 um avalon passed the i think it's the 4.99 credit craft uh, cosmetic but that also gives you a free airdrop and a bunch of other things as well so yeah it's, it's, it's all like cheap it. it's all Isn't cheerful the, the bear so. market is so much better for this stuff because i'm yeah. sick of the 600 dollars to play a pre-alpha proof of concepts is just a joke i was um i'm writing an article about a game at the moment called Sparkball, and you cannot give them your money like it's not possible <laughs> to give them any money at all. They're not selling any NFTs. It's a blockchain game, but they're not selling any NFTs. You can't buy early access passes. You can't buy anything for this game. And I just want to high five the entire team for. Is that the is that the one that used to be called Eden Brawl, and then they changed their name? I I think at one point it was, but they've completely changed the game. Um, okay. Or- uh, at least when I covered Eden Brawl, it looked completely different. It's now a mixture between League of, Le- League of Legends and Rocket League. And, okay, interesting. And I mean that. it's You've got three lanes. It's 4v4, three lanes. But at either end of the lanes a goal, is a goal, and there's a ball that you need to score. Um, interesting. They've got an early an early access playtest coming up next weekend, um, which I'm writing about just before I come on the pod. Yeah, that, they're crazy concept. Their early access is um, coming up on Steam as well, which is yeah, because they're not. So they've only ever done one NFT drop, which was free, by uh, the way, and that's okay. it. They did one skin, and it was free. It's on Magic Eden um, for secondary sales, but that's it. And they won't accept any money because I was like, oh, I'll buy early access and, and maybe I'll review it. Um, can't buy early access. Can't buy anything. Can't give them any money. And I just want to high five them more. I love this. And like the the one dollar Warsaken packs. Like two fifty access pass for Avalon. This is this is more like the inclusive gaming I signed up for in in Web three yep. and gaming in general. We need to stop with these stupid six hundred dollar passes for for a game that's not even done. Like, come on now. Yeah, I'm just looking at the uh, Sparkball trailer on Steam, and uh, it looks superb. It looks pretty <laughs> cool, isn't it? Yeah, it looks really good. I was looking at it earlier. They. I mean, they're never going to listen to this because this podcast has nothing to do with them. But um, they tweeted earlier about the... They were just tweeting some clips and they tweeted a clip of them, someone scoring a goal. And I was like, this looks like the slowest, most boring game I've ever seen. But they'd actually slowed it down to like 20%, um, except I don't know the game mechanics. I don't know what's going on. So they made the game look really terrible. And then I looked at the Steam trailer. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I like like LOL. I like Rocket League. I'm in. 
I've always felt with MOBAs, I mean, as someone who played League of Legends religiously for about five, six years, and mm -hmm. was very, very incredibly briefly in the esports, amateur esports scene for that, um, nice. I always felt like it was a game that could, like the premise of having 5v5 in three lanes was great, but I always felt like you could do something more with that. Yeah. Or you could add in a different objective or just something a bit more. And I feel like Sparkball uh, is one of those games that, that does that. Uh, that adds weird. this kind of sports aspect to a MOBA, which is yeah. really cool. Yeah, it, it's just a little side point, nothing to do with um, the Sonic Club Game Fest, but uh, <laughs> it's a very it's a very cool game that's got early access coming up. So, um, yeah, perhaps weave that into your um, Sonic Club Game festivities that you're going to be doing uh, next week. I love the wordplay. Mm, I try. That's all I have. Uh, the there we go. Episode 68 of the Men One podcast. Uh, Rob, where can we find you? Um, you can find me at atomichub.io. What? You can't find me at Atomic Hub. <laughs> oh, it's so hot. <laughs> I can't, think, yeah, I can't it, think straight. In the UK, it's ridiculously yeah. warm. It has been all week, and I think we're both dying. So, yeah. I mean, I've got to have. So, I'm not allowed my fan on because you can hear it, and um, I can't have the door open because you can hear everything. So, I'm sitting in a room that I reckon's 31 degrees. Like, I, if we did another hour of this, I think I'd need hospitalisation um, no, and an IV to recover. Anyway, you can't find me on top. We can find me on Summit Cup, but you, there's no need to. Um, you want to find me on Token Gamer. .io, um, for the latest blockchain gaming news around metaverses and all things gaming. And we have also started weaving in AI um, because Eat. I can see AI's role in gaming. It's just getting bigger and bigger. Um, and I want to talk about it. So we've, we're weaving that in as well. Um, the app is still doing fantastically and everything you can play next week at Atomic Cup Game Fest is on the Token Gamer app. So you can track all your NFTs on there and see if they go up in value or down in value or you get a cool mint or whatever. Have a look at that. Um, LinkedIn, using LinkedIn a lot. That's all I, all I can think of other than that. And then obviously subscribe to this podcast. Um, John, you? Awesome. I, I would like to quickly add, um, I can't remember what item it was in Warsaken's range of NFTs they have, but their inclusion in GameFest and the qualifiers we had like doubled the floor price of some of their NFTs. Really? <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was pretty pretty crazy but you know people are excited for game fest and yeah. uh, so are we so uh for all web3 news nft gaming news all that good stuff it's nftinsider.io or at nftinsider underscore io on twitter instagram all those places uh, for me personally it's at hydropowered h-y-d-r-o-p-w-r-d on twitch twitter instagram tiktok everywhere um twitter is the best one for me uh and yeah fingers crossed i'll see you I i'll be playing some part in the official streams that are yeah. being run as part of game first next week so um hopefully you'll tune in then um if not i'm gonna very quickly plug this um i have started streaming again um that's twitch.tv forward slash hydropowered uh right now not doing web 3 stuff just doing i racing um, i'm doing some enduros at the weekend so if you want to make me less bored whilst i drive around a track for hours i will um, be in there tune in yeah <laughs> i will be there watching but there we go um episode 68 is in the books so Again, if you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Apple and Spotify, five-star podcast review. And if you're on Twitter, follow us at Mint1Pod. Thank you very much for watching, everybody. And we'll hope to see you again next week.